All right, Jared Freed, the star of the new Netflix comedy special, 37 and Single. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Danny and I are so excited to pick your brain about the special, about pop culture in general, because you have so many thoughts, feelings, and opinions. And I feel like for the most part, Danny and I, if, if we're not agreeing with you, we're definitely laughing <laughs> about what you think. <laughs> That's all that matters. As long as there's laughter or agreement, like, you know, we're good. We're, we're okay. Even if you're laughing at me, I'll, I'll feel, I've made an impact. It's okay. Okay, that's good. And I mean, because it's been like, I feel like it's been like a week or so since the special came out and everything I'm seeing, it's like, everybody is loving it. How is it feeling having it out in the world? Because obviously you've podcasted for so long, you're on social for so long, but like, I feel like a stand-up special is kind of a special type of baby that you're like, oh, this is now in the universe. Like, how has it been feeling? Oh, absolutely. Like they, there's a lot of stress. It, you know, it comes, it feels amazing to get the feedback that I've gotten has been unreal. It was in the Netflix top 10 for a week, which generally doesn't happen uh, for stand-up specials. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I've heard in the past, you know, they, they'll touch the top 10, but to stay there for so long, like it, that means it's getting shared around and people are enjoying it. And I, I will say this, like, you're right. Like I've done a lot of social media and, podcasting you kind of know your people you kind of know what the audience is uh, you get the people that kind of stray into your party every now and again and they you know make a ruckus and they get mad and you're like oh well you're you know the the response of those people you're like well everyone's either uh agrees with me or they're a troll like you don't think that there's like you know like if they disagree with me there must be some wild crazy person so when you go and put out a stand-up special, and especially stand-up because it happens in a club where you have control of the room, you know, like you're at the wheel. The minute it goes on Netflix, it's like it's out there in the great wide world. And my, you know, grand uncle is texting me that he saw it. And my, you know, my parents' friends are seeing it. And, you know, we're past the point of like, how do I get into my Netflix? Like, it's like, you know, like we're, and it's like people around our age, like being like, it gives you credibility in a way oh. that it doesn't, you know, yeah. before it's like, oh, he does some stand up. Now it's like, he's a stand up to a lot of those people. And that's not fair, but it's just what it is. So is. it's been amazing. It's very cool. It's very validating. Well, and like you said, having a Netflix comedy special is severe credibility and the special is called 37 and single but i kind of feel like now with a with a netflix comedy special under your belt the the dms must be going crazy right now i feel like you're not going to be single for too much longer <laughs> it is funny that uh male dms i i think are a little different than the female dms okay. and and you guys might be able to tell me more about that world than I, but my assumption with male DMs and just from what I hear from straight women is they're always like, it's a guy being like, Hey, you, you bitch. Like it, like it turned, it, it's like a lot of that. No, sometimes it's kind of, I'm like, wait, did I get a degree to be a urologist? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, did I go to medical school? <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, I would get that checked out. Not by me, but by someone else. Right. But I, the girls aren't sliding in like that. It's less of a... No, I'd say women will be like, oh, I shot my shot. And then you would and you would look at their DM slide and it will be like a riddle, you know, wrapped in an enigma. Like, like it's like, you know, like you, it'll be like, 
well, you know, once I thought I saw you by the square and then they just disappear. Like they don't like, they kind of half shot, you know, they, they do the like, Oh, 37 single. I could make, I could change that. And you're like, um, okay. And then you go to like their account and it's like private. They're in sunglasses. They're wearing like a sweatshirt with the hood on. Like they look like they're undercover. Like, you know, I think what you're saying, you know, what you said, you know, men come out, they're like, here's my penis. Um, if you're down, uh, that's what you'll be dealing with. And uh, thank you and good night. You know, it's not as straightforward. Do you do you wish women would be a, a bit more straightforward in their DM game? Would that be helpful to you? Well, you know, the special 37 and single is really giving people, if you watch it, there's there's two ways to watch it. There's one where you're like, Who's this guy to complain about the people he sees on dating apps? Or you could watch and be like, wow, I am seeing inside the mind of a straight man going through it. Mm. And that's what it's meant to be. Because what I get from a lot of women is like, they they feel better. I actually had a therapist reach out to me. She was like saying that like, she's had a lot of clients like come to her and say they watch a special and be like, I feel better. It feels less personal. It feels like I, you know, when I, was deep because a lot of, you know i do represent for a lot of people a guy they've dated a guy they've dumped a guy that's dumped them their cousin their brother the guy that they're friends with from college like i do understand that i'm i'm very normal in that way like i'm not looking to be you know i don't i i am a very normal average guy so you know when i when these questions come up and when people watch the special they're hearing like here are the anxieties. Here are the insecurities. Here's why a guy acted that way way back when. So with the DM slide, I think if women were more direct, they would get what they wanted. They would get what they want more. And it's not about me. And this is like, and no one ever listens to this advice. I, it's hard, easier advice to give than it is to take. I understand that. Because your whole life as a guy, you guys know, since you were young, talk to them, talk to them, talk mm. to them. That's what makes you a man. You know, and and I think a lot of women are like, be pursued, be pursued. So they're in this position that they're not comfortable with already. They don't, it doesn't feel, you know, uh, feminine, womanly, all those things that, that are normal, you know, that some people don't wish to feel, but some people, a lot of people do. So they also want an answer, yes or no. So a lot of women, when they DM slide, they're not direct enough. So then they get a half answer from a guy and men love vague options. So you're oh. really becoming the 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 food to be preyed on when you walk in you're like hey i think you're cute you're like oh you just gave the predator all the information you don't want and no a lot of women don't want to be a vague option you know so when they're coming in being like hey i think you're cute what's up and then the guy goes oh good i'll talk to her for about six months um and hang out with her when it's most convenient for me if I was a woman sliding into a straight guy's DMs, I would be like, hey, I think you seem fun and cute. My profile is is now public. I made my profile public for you. Oh, okay. And here's my number. I'd love to do drinks, make a plan, and I'm in. That last sentence is the most important part. Make a plan, and I'm in. Because Wait. now you've, give, you've taken a very gray subject like love and made it black and white which is what most women want a lot of times they yes, want and that's love kind of the me thing or hate me 
still an obsession, Lady Sovereign. And I feel like that is kind of such a thing too, where it puts it in like, we're actually wanting to do something. Like if you want to commit to this, let me know because that's my favorite. I hate when people are vague with their plans or it's like, right. let's get drinks soon. I'm like, what the f- does soon mean? And also soon, I'm like- soon means, soon means I think you're attractive, but I'm not really energized mm-hmm. enough to do this now. I don't want to make the time. Yeah. And, 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 and so many women come to me because they're like, what does this mean? Or how do I DM slide? I'm like, and then when I tell them, I go, say hello, be positive, give the reason why you're there. My profile is open so that you can look at me as much as I just looked at you. Ooh. Here's my number, make a plan and I'm in. And if you're afraid of giving out your number, cause I do understand that can be like scary for some people. How about I'd love to get drinks, make a plan and I'm in. They can do it over the DM. So you don't even have to give out your number. I feel like 37 and single overall just was very eye-opening when it comes to online dating. And one thing, Jared, that really opened my eyes and shifted my whole perspective about a very uh, polarizing topic within the heterosexual online dating community, because like all my straight girlfriends complain about it, is the fish photo. Right. you really shared some truth that I was like, okay, maybe I need to have a bit more empathy for straight men when they pose with a fish they just caught because you're right. They like straight men don't operate like girls and gays where every situation is a photo op. So there, there really aren't a lot of opportunities to have your single shot moment and catching a fish kind of gives you that, that moment. I'm happy you enjoyed that. And I'm happy you saw the plight of the straight man. I, finally, our plight has been recognized. <laughs> I, yeah, I, and now I feel like sharing this information directly with all of my straight girlfriends who are constantly like, oh my God, oh. the fish photo canceled. Send them to 37 and single on Netflix right now, streaming streaming wherever you you know you watch <laughs> Netflix. But I, I, I know, I, you know what's funny? It's like, listen, the internet punching bag is the straight dude. Like it, it, it because it's agreeable on all ends that like, we can make fun. Of, and I think the joke is funny. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, what was me? You know, like, that's not what I'm saying. But if you're when it, it is an interesting thing, and I say it on the special, when you're online dating, just because someone's profile is in front of you doesn't mean they're your problem. And not my match, not my problem needs to be a mantra. Ooh. Because if you see a fa- fish picture, yeah, I can give you reasons and I do on the special of like why that fish picture is happening. But also like if you're so fed up with a fish picture, how about swipe and move on? It's not for you. And what a lot of people get angry at is they go, they go, oh my God, they, they're checking boxes. Like someone starts to check boxes and third picture and fish picture. They're like, you ruined it. You piece of shit. It should have been you. You know, it's like, like we already found the house on Zillow. But you yeah. f***ed it up by catching a snapper. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, so it's, it is, um, I, I, and, and it all goes back to like, when I go out with my buddies, we, there's no photo op. And it all, that bit actually was because there was a guy that I'm friends with. There's a guy that I'm currently friends with. We're friends. And, okay, and I haven't seen him. Go on. You're like, we're, yeah, friends. we're, we're, we're just chit-chatting, you know, um, you know, just making out at, on the street corner every now and again. <laughs> so he, he's one of my good friends from college and we were at a wedding, my buddy's wedding, and he just got out of a relationship and he literally pulled aside one of our friend's wives to go take a picture of him in the vineyard around the wedding. Wait. 
And we That's have not. Bravery. That is the most brave thing I've ever seen someone do because we have not stopped making fun of him. <laughs> it has been a decade. We we haven't stopped talking about it. We it, it has come up. It comes up regularly. Like and and so again, like this is you know whether you like that or don't like that or can't understand it. That's the truth. You know that's just what happens. Like no guy. It, and the idea that I would ever do what he did after seeing a decade of of jokes being thrown at him, no, I'm I'm not entering. I'm I will never take a picture again. Well, what I love to because not only do you tackle dating a lot in the special, you also talk about like dieting and your relationship with food and everything. Because that's why I feel I don't have a lot of photos because I'll look at one and then I'm like I'm canceling plans for a month because I hate myself and I need to change I my body. <laughs> I, 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 well, it all relates to dating. What you're saying is yes. true too. Like when someone's like, let's go on a date on a Monday. I'm like, oh, we live two different lifestyles. Like I'm, I'm a Monday through Thursday. I am the healthiest person you ever met. I will go 10,000 calories a day through the weekend though. Like I need my recovery time, yes. you know, like it, 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 but yeah, I talk about the body issue stuff and like a picture. I mean, the most frustrating part about pictures is that like the person posting it doesn't give a f about you. Oh, never. At, the, the the picture posted is about the person who posted it, not anyone else in that picture. They'll tag you. They'll, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. They don't give a shit about you. Posting pictures is the most ruthless thing. And you even see it with, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. All these boyfriends look like monsters. And these girlfriends, they look like they're on the cover of, fucking, you know, uh, Elle magazine. It's crazy. I know I love how some girlfriends will post a picture with their boyfriend and leave them completely unfacetuned and then turn themselves into an AI character. And oh, I'm like, right. I don't hear a boy like that. Come on. It reminds and me so of Sarah McLaughlin, ASPCA, when it's like for a dollar, you can save the <laughs> rescue I have. Does anybody want it? And I'm like, that's yes, the man, yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, like, why don't you guys want to look like it? And I guess there's like a, ah, whatever, you know, doofy, dumpy dude and and me, the queen, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do love that you are open about the body uh, image issues on the special because I think a lot of people don't think of straight men having those uh, those issues. And obviously, body image stuff is kind of universal, especially, you know, Danny and I have talked about this offline in depth. Um, I'm, you know, this year I have uh, ventured into the land of Ozempia. I have, you know, experimented in that way. And that I feel like Ozempic is such a hot topic in the world, the world of pop culture, all the housewives are on Ozempic, like everyone's like Ozempic shaming, telling people to not Ozempic shame. Do you have any thoughts on the Ozempic um, epidemic? You can call it an epidemic or you yeah. can, oh, I don't know. I guess what I, the opposite of an epidemic? Like a, <laughs> it's a pandemic. I don't, I don't know enough about it to like, I guess we actually talked about it on you up a little bit, but first of all, I live in the land of good for you. Like, that's amazing. If it's helping you, good for you. Like, you know, there's, I guess, I guess some people, what I've noticed about the Ozempic thing is I, I noticed that like some people have just run away with this idea that like you're taking it from the hands of someone with diabetes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that to be true. And, and I, like, I, I don't think there's been like a shortage of this medicine for people who need it for very there's an array of things that could be needed for again i'm not a doctor i know very little i'm proud of the people for finding something that works for them like i just know how hard it is like 
I have my body issues and like it, and if a doctor said to me like, Hey, here's a thing that will help. We help you. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's see if this helps. I, I, you know, it's funny. Like I just don't want to be given health advice by someone who isn't telling me they're on it. That's true. <laughs> like, true. you know, like, the, like if, if they're like crushing it and they're like, Oh, you got to stop eating fruit. There's too much sugar. I'd be like, wait a minute. Like, well, that's my favorite thing. But I haven't had that happen to me. I'm creating a straw man. That's the only reason I would be like, like I, you know, would want to know. But, but uh, I, good for anyone, you know, where it's helping them. Well, that's like, like my body issues. I love watching what I eat in a day videos by like celebrities, and then when they're like, yeah, and I get in and out. But after like salads and Pilates, everything, like you, like, can you show me where you inject? Because I know, like, and then I'll watch everything because now I understand it all. But I do love how people are trying to sneak around it a little. Yeah, I, I the the shaming of anything. It's like, you know, has it has it been helpful for you? For me, I mean, I've definitely dropped some weight for sure. But do you know what the issue is? I live in LA, and right now in California, there's been a kind of like a crackdown on semaglutide, which is the uh, generic version of Ozempic. And so, I literally just took my last shot. So I gotta I gotta figure out a way to smuggle it in now. That is the funniest crackdown. Like, I'm just imagining these DEA agents breaking into real housewives' homes, being like, give me the Ozempic. You know, like, like, I, no, I'm literally like, I'm Reagan like, ignored no. AIDS. I'm not ignoring Ozempic. We are writing some wrongs here. Yeah, I'm about to start uh, making trips to Arizona. I don't know. As you should, or that's, Kentucky. I mean, I'm sure it's there. Maybe in Kentucky. I'm in Kentucky well, right now. That's yeah. my favorite. I went the New York just doctor route, and I walked in, and before I even said, oh, I'll my mouth my doctor's like you could use it i was like thank you that's okay. that's a hilarious that's so funny you just walk in for like a checkup they're like oh Zempic, finally you're like yeah. what no they literally played the cc finally song they're like it has happened i'm like okay i didn't realize it was that hands on deck here yeah. thank you I, i'm here for my cholesterol medication i don't know what you're talking about yeah yeah, they're like, baby, it goes hand and hand and both your hands are full of Doritos. Let's jab you with some shit. <laughs> but what me and Evan also love about you is because you're not only touring, doing stand-up like every night, you also find the time to like captivate and fill your time with reality television, which is so impressive. Because that's a full-time, literally a full-time job in itself. It's it's becoming more of a full-time job. I mean, I'm a bachelor person. Now they're going to have the Golden Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, it's all coming. What do you guys think of uh, Golden Bachelor? I, I'm i excited. Danny and I were actually just chatting with uh, Joe and Serena about what kind of drama can we expect from grandmas? Like, the granny drama must be so lit. And Serena made a really good point. She was like, grandmas have no filter. They don't give a rat's ass and they will say whatever comes to mind. So I almost feel like grandma's fighting over one man could be more explosive than 22 year old Instagram models fighting over one man. Totally agree. Here's the biggest difference. None of these grandmas um, are aware of like this other fourth wall, you know, like we are all kind of you know, I talk about in the special, the idea of millennials getting canceled by Gen Z, like millennials, we were the test generation for like learning how to go through being on camera. Like everyone, 95% of the people listening to this have their own brand mm. or show, whether they want to admit that or not, you have followers, you have Facebook friends, you have all these things. So you're kind of used to this, like, 
brand version of you. And then you're used to this off social media version of you. And for some people, it's way wider than others. The ones that it's way wider, we make fun of them. That's just what happens. If someone's fake online, we make fun of them behind their back. Now, a grandma or someone of these ages that we're expecting to be on the show, which we're not even sure what the cast is yet. Uh, we have no idea. I kind of hope there's one 23-year-old Wait, woman. Just, I want that too, because I'm like, that's right? New York dating. I'm like, that's right. more realistic to me than two 7-year-olds finding love, because I look at the 25-year-old on the date with a 65-year-old, and I'm like, you lucky bitch. I tip my hat. <laughs> I'm like, right. no, I, I, I'll see you at Chachoni's waving outside the window. You're living life yeah. right. So I want some of them in the in the right, Just to stir the pot a little <laughs> bit. I just want to see what happens. It's a, it's a Petri dish. Let's see what happens when we put a couple chemicals together. But I I do think that I agree with Serena and I agree this will be more, I think this is going to be like, we're going to get a throwback to reality TV before people realize like there are people watching at home and tweeting about it. Like Mm. right now, everyone that goes on the show, like sometimes they cry more and get more upset based on, based on knowing how they're going to look later on. You know, I don't think there's a thought with someone of a certain age of like, how will this come off on TV? Like, that's just not, I don't think that runs through their head in a way it does now. And also like for people that are in their twenties and thirties, like, Oh my God, some people in Milwaukee hate me. Like if you tell a 75 year old that they're like, who? Yeah. they Where's, you know, like, all my you friends are dead. I'm not going to Milwaukee. Like that's what they would say. Also, I love you bringing a Petri dish. Cause my favorite thing about senior citizens is when you find out all those articles about how like in retirement homes, like, herpes spreads like wildfire <laughs> they, well, they right. you think the fantasy you there's do. gonna be night that's one, one of the that's one of those things that i've heard about so much that i've never like met the group that like yeah we all f-ed. like you never meet those old people like all we hear about is that these retirement homes are wild. like we we i've heard about it so much but i'm like Okay, I need to see, like, I need to hear from one now. Like, the I need some older per- Raton. Yeah. Right. That's where my parents live. Like, I, I gotta go ask, is there a key party going on here? What's going on here? You know, like... Just Wait, but did you, that's, it's so funny that you say that. Like, I have a friend who was on The Bachelor. I, since you're a Bachelor guy, you might know Sydney Latraco from... Colton who? Season. Sydney Latraco from Colton Season. She just got I, married. Actually, she married a fan who slid into her DMs, which, like, good for you, girl. Come on. <laughs> it, it worked out for her yeah but she told me that everyone has to be rigorously tested for stds before you go into the bachelor mansion so hopefully everyone that gary or jerry i can't remember how to pronounce it hopefully every girl that is vying for his heart is nice and clean and ready to make whoopee in the fantasy suites it's spelled jerry pronounced gary gary okay it's very okay. confusing but it, it was very funny that they did like the promo real or whatever and he's like telling this tale of my wife passed and i just gotta get back out there i just gotta get back out you know i gotta find the one for me and then the next scene it's him in a bar being like std test came back clean and you're like jerry gary what the fuck? <laughs> it's like the immediate next scene he's like ah, <laughs> gary got a <laughs> gary's got a i hope that's the abc tagline for it it's in I, I mean that's the yeah that's the hat that's the t-shirt i'm buying that t-shirt gary got a fucking kid the other ad i have for it is will you accept this will or because i feel like we're really <laughs> committing to they're like i don't need a yeah. fucking rose give me what are we combining our assets for right 
I will say that he looks really great for his age. I think he's like like 70 or in his 70s. And I he doesn't look like he even needs a will just yet. Like the, the man is looking good. The Photoshopper, the, the whoever photoshopped his initial release, because he came on the men tell all, and I was like, Oh, this is an old man. Like, don't get mm. me wrong, he's a good looking old man. But the Photoshop, when they first the pictures that came out, you were like, give this Photoshopper an Emmy like they need something they need to be acknowledged and hired for every wedding that's ever going to happen ever I didn't watch the men tell all so I was just going off of the promo photos but that <laughs> no but what I did watch the, the part of the mental all that I did see was that crazy bachelor in paradise preview do you have any thoughts about what to expect in paradise I stay away from bachelor in paradise previews I I, I do stay away from the previews specifically because I'm like I, I, I'm going to have to watch this. So like, I have like a, like, I'm like, I just want to like go in open-minded. I, I, um, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, it, people love it. Cause it is like a live version of like Tinder. Like someone comes down, you swipe left or right, you know, like you come down the stairs, you, you decide right away. I just think that show would be so helped if they put a bell on the beach that like a couple could ring and that bell signified that they would get like $10,000 each and then they could go home and date. And then we check in with them later in the season because the minute they match up, I don't need their love story on the beach. I don't need them getting engaged. I, it really slows down the show. Like just keep bringing down dummies down the stairway like i just want that like <laughs> you're, maybe you're uh wishing that next would be rebooted i i guess i am i i want a, a next with like with like stakes and like people i already know that that would be like i guess what this version would be like but then they you know because the you know the idea of them getting engaged and then here's your cell phone like that's crazy to me like the cell phone is the third party of every relationship so when you have a show that doesn't have that exist, then you don't really have a relationship. That's true. It's like everybody who got together during the pandemic and the second outdoor dining happened, they're like, oh, we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we were just right. trying to survive. And now who are you? <laughs> right. Now I have to like be want to hang out with you. No, it's it, not it is a terrifying thing to know that some of these couples that end up getting engaged, like don't have each other's phone numbers or like only vaguely remember what their last name is like, right it's, it's <laughs> their last name is a single letter like lauren l and you're like <laughs> yeah i'm with l you know <laughs> are you taking their last name i don't uh, we're gonna get to that yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i can spell it <laughs> and i'm not throwing you i'm not saying you are to cause for this but when looking you up jared when you know seeing your appearances of late you were on caitlin's podcast and you were on jason's podcast in some time and now they are both separated are you were you whispering things to their ears that that was all me no all you? no I, i'll say it here first no i you know what's funny i went to nashville and i did caitlin bristow's podcast and i she couldn't have been nicer i couldn't have been like more impressed by her like i thought she was awesome jason was there um i didn't there was no like signal that these two were on the rocks and but you know what i i think with those relationships when it's a public eye thing because they're in the public eye like they are famous people i think you like we're hearing about it six months after it happened i think a lot of mm. times like i i think like there's like 
there's a breakup that happens off of social media, off of camera. And then they go, okay. In, in the same way, a couple's like, okay, let's divide the assets. Let's divide this to the people looking at us through a keyhole, you know? And I think that, you know, you even look at their statement, like that's a PR, you know, that's a oh. professionally written statement. You know, it's, it's you notice it's a lot different than when your friend on Facebook says that their husband cheated and writes a whole long monologue. Like it's not as and clean as him. that. <laughs> yeah, tags him, uh, right? I'm from, I have some friends, I'm from Jersey. I have some friends that do that and I screenshot and I love them. <laughs> I mean, it's the most, screen. I, I, sometimes I wish it would show like how many times something got screenshot. Like I just wish we knew like, cause I had some, I've had those before in my group an extended group where, oh my God, you gotta see this, you know, and and honestly, I kind of want that for my breakups. I would love just like one press conference. Like if you've ever posted something on social media together, you have to have like one post to undo it so that we get the end of the story. Like wouldn't Wait, that but be with, great? With that too, what are your thoughts? Like ha- like the fact that it was a, co- and this happens not just with them, with a lot of couples that separate, that it's a collab post. And everybody mm. who knows and does that, you're like, review to accept collaboration. You're like, yeah, we're, like it's such an awkward it's like babe i just sent it are you gonna accept it like it is a weird trend well to me it's very funny because it shows again that like you know there's a business they share too you know like and listen if you you go into business with your significant other it's gonna be hard and you know and then if your business is like you know talking you know uh being in front of people and having an audience like we got to let the audience down and, you know, and oh, it's funny. We're using them as an example, but like, they're not oh. bad people. They, it seems like, but they, it, it was almost like it should be studied how they did it. Like, I, I think cause like, like both of them were very respectful towards each other. They, it didn't seem like anyone was made to be the bad guy and they both kept chugging along like i went on his podcast i didn't get like i didn't get like a thousand comments like we put up videos from the podcast it wasn't like all comments being like what happened with Kristen?" like that used to happen sometimes right like this was very nice yeah well kayla and jason they're over but dylan and hannah they just got married in paris on a wednesday thoughts they on- got married on a wednesday they got married on a wednesday in- uh, last yesterday last night that yeah. guy, I mean, Dylan must be from billions of dollars. That that guy, I, I think that guy must be richer than Bezos because, or his dad is at least, because when you get married on a Wednesday, that means you have rich friends. There, there's no other way to put it. You either have really poor friends or really rich friends. And I'm going to put them in the really rich friends group. They are one of the Bachelor Nation couples that I absolutely am obsessed with. And I feel like, okay, so... Hannah is an Aquarius and Dylan is a Gemini and I'm an Aquarius and my fiance, he's a Gemini. So I'm in my head. I'm like, Oh my God, like we're the Dylan and Hannah of our own lives. And I don't know <laughs> how you feel about um, astrology or Dylan and Hannah. So feel free to um, share your thoughts on both. Dylan topics. has always been very nice to me. And I think they're, I don't follow them closely uh, enough. I just know that like, when you have like, uh, when you come on the bachelor with a startup, like, uh, you know, like, like I, 
at 23. I think life is, you know, and then you move off to the beach and then have your wedding in Paris. You know, money cures all, it seems. Um, <laughs> the, so my sign is, is, is bags of money. That's, that's the sign I believe in. Um, um, but I, I would also say that, you know, astrology, I, I do like, I, I don't, like people who hate on it I, I don't think i think it's like easy to hate on because you're like you know people are going to agree with you but i would say again to me it's ozempic good for you if it gets you by <laughs> well i subscribe to ozempic and astrology to oh, right good parts of my life what is your sign jared what are you pisces oh so we're secretly sensitive yeah, it's definitely sensitive. I I didn't realize that was a Pisces thing, but yeah, I'm a I'm a I I I feel everything. My favorite is I'm obsessed with astrology. I googled your birthday. I was like, I have no clue what his sign is from that. So I'm glad we figured that out. That's I thing. I, I'm like right on the edge of, of Aquarius. Yeah, because oh, he's February twenty first. That's what February twenty first. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, the I'm Fe- February eighteenth, so I'm the very last day of Aquarius. So I'm almost almost a Pisces. I oh. even I'm really into astrology. I'm not to up on what it means to be a cusping sign because I always very much identify with the the Aquarius traits, but I gotta look to these Pisces traits because I'll, Jared, I'll claim some of them. Jared, looking at you right now makes me feel like he sat on so many first dates where astrology got brought up because he's like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm, I'm that girl. I am that girl. <laughs> well, I I will say. Um, it has been on on the UF podcast, Jordana. We have this really funny running joke where we we went to tape over Zoom one day, and we were about to start the episode, or we started the episode. And I'm like, "Welcome to the show," and and Jordana goes, "Ah, February 21st, and it's my birthday." And she doesn't know this, and she's going, "That's like the worst day of the year. Oh. It's the middle of of winter. There's nothing to look forward to. All the holidays are done." We're not even close to summer. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. It's the worst day of the year. And I go, and it's also my birthday. So it has been dubbed. Now we have a yearly joke of like February 21st, the worst day of the year. That's amazing. I Or or the best day because an icon and a legend was born. We got to <laughs> re, 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 uh, rebrand the, the day of February 21st for sure. Yeah. <laughs> wait going back to the bachelor a little bit because i just love your bachelor hot takes Mm. thoughts on okay here's a a light spoiler for bachelor in paradise because i know you didn't watch the preview rachel she's going back to paradise to to figure out love rachel reccia who did the season with gabby who is now a newly bisexual not a surprise rachel uh not a surprise at all rachel she I, I, you know, it's interesting. Rachel had, there's a, there's a part of Rachel's season that people don't talk about anymore. Her and Zach Shawcross go to the fantasy suite. It gets visibly awkward. Zach leaves kind of in a huff. Then Zach is asked to be the bachelor by producers. So knowing what we know, what I just said, um, I kind of trust Zach on, that discussion that that dispute zach kind of said and would hint at but he's been pretty classy about it that he zach has kind of hinted at like i wasn't getting the real person and then he goes on his season and him and katie seem like good like i i 
not to say anyone was excited about Zach, but I've met him. Nice guy. Felt genuine, like completely genuine. And if you watch them on social media, I, I kind of see their stories every now and again. It feels like a real couple that's living in Austin. Like it doesn't really, and that does some bachelor stuff every now and again. Rachel um, kind of created bad guys out of out of thin air. Um, kind of like, went on remember they went on paradise last season her and gabby and then like totally blew up one of the guy's spots i don't remember who it was i forget who the victim was but i do remember them going in and causing a ruckus like tag team double trouble <laughs> ruin this man's life right, right right like tried to make him evil and and on that show like it's really easy to do that um so with given the power she has made someone kind of like this evil you know whatever and, you know, now she's running on to the Bachelor in Paradise. Of course she is. Like, I, I and does this whole thing, you know, call, you know, I, I, looking back on, you know, it makes me like kind of have a revisionist history based on when you leave the Bachelor from being the Bachelor from being the Bachelor, you kind of like go back and go, and then you see what they do next. I think that's like kind of showing, you know, the true color. So, Am I surprised she went back? No, it seems like she's someone that's like playing in the follower economy as a lot of these people are, some more than others. So I'm not really surprised. And Evan, did you think she's on F-Boy Island too? Oh, no. Okay, so D- Danny is not as dialed into Bachelor Nation because- <laughs> It's probably- astrology. How some people react to astrology, it's just so many people like, <laughs> there's always, I can always say a Gabby, a Lauren, or a Matt, and I'm like, them, right? so so rachel a former bachelorette she is returning to bachelor in paradise danny and then no i saw her in the clip she had like the dry hair like right oh not not dragging the dry hair i hope rachel is or isn't listening um but katie 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 thurston she's returning to paradise i think just to have a confrontation with Blake because she also is a new lead on F-Boy Island on the CW. So she is another one who seems to be sort of playing in the uh, follower economy as well. But I'm not mad at it because I feel like she kind of got the crap end of the stick in her season of The Bachelorette with the way things shook out there but between Blake and Greg, who's now with Victoria F. It's just like, I don't know. If she's looking for love on, in Paradise or on F-Boy Island, I, I support it. Right. She, Katie uh, has always been really nice to me, if I'm to be honest, like, and she started doing some stand up. She came yeah. to my show. Yeah. And so like, she's like looking to take a turn. And I think when you like, to me, what Katie's doing, when you look to take a turn and you like go on F boy Island and go on stage, like you're putting yourself in a position to be embarrassed, which I, I kind of uh, have, I have a lot of, um, respect for that yeah. like you you're putting you know what i mean like in to be embarrassed sounds worse than it is i mean it in like a you're making yourself vulnerable that's a better way to put it i i you know so when you go to do stand-up and you and you're someone who immediately at an open mic someone's going to take a camera and tape you that's, that's a really vulnerable place to put yourself and that means you're really kind of going for something different and as and at boy island like the oh you know the former bachelor going on uh, F Boy Island. It's an easy thing to make fun of. Like I have more respect for what Katie's doing in that sense than you know, kind of watching how Rachel has gone through things. You know, with like you know where I'm gonna make you know 
this guy, the bad guy to, you know, under, I'm not, I'm not going for it, but I'm going for it. It, mm-hmm. it seemingly in, in my opinion, from my vantage point. And what better material for standup than to go on FY Island or doing like 27,000 seasons of Bachelor Nation shows. Like if anything, like Katie is doing it right. Right. I, 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 at this point, there's enough contestants that you could fill with them. So you can't, you know, so the, the relatability will be high. You know, like. That's so true. And I do want to get your thoughts on Gabby uh, discovering uh, her sexuality by watching a Netflix show. Oh match which it's so funny because i think i realized i was gay when i was watching the real housewives of orange county in like 2006 and one of the wives sons i think his name was jake he played baseball or something but he took his shirt off in one scene and i was like okay that's it i'm gay so i i completely understand gabby's journey i i didn't hear that story until just now like that she had realized it via you know watching a show Good for her. This is amazing. I, I, I mean, Robbie Hoffman is a hilarious comic. Uh, that's who Gabby's dating, and they were at the the finale sitting together, which I loved. Um, I, I, you know, I love that Gabby went Jewish as a Jewish person. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the team, Lachaim. <laughs> and I mean, who knows? Maybe someone will discover something about their sexuality watching Thirty Seven and Single. You never know. Maybe someone was like, oh, at me and turned them. <laughs> no, or, or like the opposite. You never know. Yeah, or you never or know. you're getting the first DM, you're like, hey, man, watch your special. Make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Make a plan, I'm, I'm in. Honestly, you, you were talking about the body image issue stuff, but you were, you were kind of looking jacked in that black t-shirt. The traps were trapped, and the way the blue light was hitting the traps, I was like, okay, let me get let me get to the gym. Thank you. T-shirt struggles has been a lifetime thing for me. Can't find one that fits. I got it made, actually, because I was like, I'm not playing this game of, like, t-shirt that's a belly shirt or becomes a dress. I'm always, because get- I'm a wide-shouldered, short-torsoed mm-hmm. man. So I'm thick up top. So it takes up a lot of shirt. So the larges kind of scrunch up and then the XLs are just too baggy and go too long. So I had I got a t-shirt made for the special. Okay, wait, I love one that Netflix special and is already doing custom t-shirts. That's right. Custom, it's Jared and Beyonce. Custom free. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own Renaissance tour. I love it. He's a diva now. That's it. <laughs> well uh jared i think that is like the perfect place to end you are entering this this new era of your life you're a diva you're getting custom t-shirts you got 37 and single <laughs> the you. biggest diva in kentucky right place. now i feel it <laughs> yes That's the diva in kentucky um we appreciate you for taking the time sharing all the hot takes and also i do want to say before we let you go you were saying spiritual people you imagine them dancing in a cvs r- ribbon dancing with a with a receipt I just want to say that that sounds like my ultimate fantasy. So, <laughs> but that was hysterical. I think that like I nearly peed when you said that. That was really funny. So, if anyone is listening a lot. And Thank and you. hasn't seen Thirty Seven and Single, go do it right now because it truly is hysterical. That means a lot. Thank you both for having me. This was like the most fun. Um, I think it'll definitely be the most fun I had in Kentucky. I think. Um, and <laughs> Kentucky, Cincinnati. Um, and yeah kentucky cincinnati and um yeah if you if you watch it share it with friends i think the the greatest compliment i've gotten is like 
you know, stand up, you get a lot of like straight dudes who are like showing their girlfriend, you know, who they think is good. And a lot of them, it's cool that I've had a lot of women, you know, be like, I got my boyfriend to watch with me and we both loved it together. Like, I think this is like for couples and it's for, you know, for, it's really for everybody. So it's been really cool to get that reaction. Well, it's also for the gays because like, I just, you are, you're tapped into some of the like weird pop culture stuff or just like some, some of the, the news cycle that like, I was, I will say, I was so impressed that you knew about the Teen Vogue editor who got canceled. Like, I, oh like, yeah, I love that you knew that. Your wavelengths are strong. What's that? Your wavelengths are strong. Yes. Thank you. I, no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not a reader, but I'll read like one headline. line of everything. <laughs> so i i i that was just stood out to me that like that was someone who's like i i can't remember the story specifically but just i remember like that seemed like someone who was trying to do the right things and then you know gone so bye (laughs) well we hate to say goodbye to you jared but we'll let you be on your merry way in kentucky and we're glad that we were the most fun part of your kentucky trip so far it was it was great thank you guys